The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Yes, it is. You're here. Yeah, you're here, you're listening, we're so happy you listen. Again, we are completely shocked that we even have a listener besides even our parents are still kind of like oh geez well our swearing is offensive. Our swear, I mean and we are huge disappointments basically enormous the marriages between us are I mean, disappointing we, yeah oh geez we embarrass them terribly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean my god we are lucky enough that we did have Wonderful parents. Yeah. We are going to tell a story today where this poor bastard kid, oh man, <gasps> terrible. Had the worst father. Yes. Ever. Um, and and so Father's happy Day. Father's happy Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's yeah. Day. We were very lucky. We have wonderful parents. This You one's... grew up with Nut Bar, so I'm sorry. Yeah. That was difficult. Nut Bar uh, was a challenge, but my mom and dad were not. No, wonderful. And uh, I'm too. Was very, yeah, very lucky. So, yeah, we have the, wor- the story yeah. of the worst. Is, is it, is it, <laughs> so we have the story of the worst father in the world on Father's Day, but we also have um, our shit that doesn't suck and make us want to throw up. Right, yeah. What's yours this week, Sarah? Mine is bringing me joy, so I'm not going to throw it away. Like, what's her name? Who Marie, Marie Kondo? Kondo. Um, um, although I don't throw. Well, I've started throwing stuff away. I've been good. I've good. been good. You this whole week, I've done stuff. Red cardigan. I know. I did. I did. I have a nice deck. Deck. D e c k. Yes deck attached to my house it's very it's nice it's big my husband built it um we need of course to restain it yep. which is shit yeah. shitty task yeah i hate it but we have a one of those zero gravity chairs like a lawn chair but it kind of leans back yeah where like you can lean back and your feet go up, but you you're not balance. Yeah, and you just kind of balance. And it's heavenly. It's really comfortable. And you sit in there and you have your drink. You can read your book. It's perfection. I love it. So you can buy it on Amazon or I got mine on Kohl's. At Kohl's. Yeah. yeah, I always see those go on sale at our yeah. what Kristen found. Right. Yeah. That's where I got it from. So a, a sale. I wish I would have bought two, but I just got one because I wasn't sure. And it's still go on sale again. I bet. Have, oh, I heavenly. Yawning? I don't know. My God. Um, it's too bad that it's been 3,000 degrees, yeah. like the surface of the sun, this whole summer, and right. you haven't really been able to enjoy it. No, because you just burn your tits Cause you're when you head outside. <laughs> and we don't got time for that. <laughs> so hopefully it will get better. 
or I'm just going to brave it and burn my tits and sit out there. It's going to get better. Yeah. We have some rain today, folks. If you want to know the weather report, Minnesota. So interested. You're very interested interested in Minnesota's weather. Uh, It hasn't rained for like legitimately weeks and weeks and weeks. And so it's like um, a a desert. Yeah. And tumbleweeds just go down the street. Yeah. My grass is tumbleweeds in my yep. lawn. Yeah. I know. Um, so my shit that makes life worth living right now is not really a thing, but it's I, yeah. am I an alcoholic? Because of course one of my shit doesn't stink like two weeks ago was my Bud Light yep. lemonade. Hmm. Uh so this you're week, what we call a booze hound okay, lush. Correct. Yeah. Um after my poor behavior at the Botox and Bubbly party that Nutbar had, where yes. I drank all the Prosecco in her house, well, and she had a case of it at least. She did have several bottles, but you weren't the only one drinking it. No, but I feel like I drank a good amount of it. And then I didn't get Botox either. No. I just drank. Yeah. I did the Bubbly But you had part. fun. I sure did, but I was feeling it the next day. So... Yeah. And then the day after. Um, So my shit that doesn't suck this week is my legitimate favorite summer drink, which I like to call a gin fizz. I know I didn't make that up, but it's it's not like I... Blanche would make a slow gin fizz. And this isn't slow gin, though. Slow gin is red. Really? Yeah. I don't know this. Yes. It's interesting. This is just a gin fizz. So yeah. this is how you make it, y'all. I put mine, I put my mix in a little mason jar, um, or you can make it in a shaker. But this is a legitimate cocktail. So to make one lowball gin fizz drink, you're going to take two limes, mm-hmm. cut them in half, and squeeze them into the shaker over ice. Yep. Okay, so two limes, and then a half of a lemon, squeeze it. Yeah. Okay. Then you put about an ounce of simple syrup. Okay. I don't know what an ounce is. I just dump in the simple syrup until I think it seems good. And then you shake the shit out of it over ice. Okay. And then in your glass, you dump in a shit ton of gin, Mm -hmm. and then you pour the lime lemon simple syrup over it and then you top the so then you stir it and then you top it off with a LaCroix a LaCroix yeah um I like to use lemon LaCroix but lime LaCroix is good what is not good is key lime LaCroix no is not good with it and um I think there like some other the peach LaCroix is probably okay tangerine LaCroix is good with it but I'm drinking um, it now and it's delightful. Yes. And I, when I made this mix, I put the gin in yeah. it and I just shook the whole thing together. So you can do that too. But I like to make sure mine is real boozy. Um, yeah. yeah. So hence booze hound lush. Oops. Okay. So yes. So you need limes. You need a bag of limes, not a bag of dimes. Dime no. bag. You need a bag of limes. Mm-hmm. You need a lemon. You need some simple syrup. Gin. And some gin. Yeah. And then a little LaCroix. And you will have yourself this summer cocktail. It's, it's so refreshing. It's so good. 
Um, also, what I like about them is that they're tart, so mm-hmm. I can't drink a ton almost. of them. Yeah, you drink them, but then yeah. you're just like, mm, okay, yeah. I feel like I'm done, and then you don't have the horrible Botox and bubbly hangover right. that I had this week. Yeah, I got the Botox. Mm-hmm. I'd only had two Proseccos, though. <sighs> That's not enough. But I did bleed, I suppose. I did All have the blood this, running. I do remember this part of the party when Tiffany said, uh-oh, we've got a bleeder. Yeah, well, that was me. Because <laughs> I felt something going down my forehead, and I thought, did the Bohox, is it rejecting my forehead and jumping out, saying, this bitch too wrinkly. I ain't staying in this bitch forehead. <laughs> And jumping out? No, it was just blood it's pouring blood down dripping my face. out of your all of your. And holes. I have my. You yeah. can see my bruises that are yeah down. But you uh, then Sarah sent us a text later that said my eighteen hundreds cholera yeah. skin is not made for these modern <laughs> times. Or was that Tiffany? Yeah. I don't remember who, but Tiffany, yeah. yeah, it's not made for these modern yeah, procedures. And but, that was just a few, it was a few days ago, so I can kind of start feeling it now a little bit, can kind of, not fully kicked in yet, but I like it so far. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't like it last time I had it, like three years ago, but I like it so far so good. I think it's going to look She's great. She's good though. I think yeah. the girl that did it is good. Yeah. She was knowledgeable and she looked attractive too. That's mm-hmm. her sign. She looked natural, looked yeah. attractive, had fresh, beautiful skin. Then you can say, okay, I would, I want to do what she's doing. If a gargoyle comes, then you want to say pass. You run. Yeah. You run All right. the other way. Okay. Well, if you need more, here's our jar. Of I do fizz. need more because okay. I already drunk it and I already okay. had a beer. I walked in to get booze for this yesterday. And a guy was right at the door and said, do you want to try out a free beer? And of course, I kind of like stopped. And it was like, I guess. Oh, sure. But then he was from a brewery and I had to try out different kinds of beer and I bought some. So I already had one of those. What were you? What? I don't even remember what kind it was. Oh. I just went, that's good. And then he, I put the beer in my cart. What liquor store were you at? That MGM. Oh. By your dentist. Oh, yeah. And then I bought Corona. You love yeah, Corona. I do like Corona. Okay. This yeah. week, I've been put on a spending moratorium, folks. Not, I mean, sort of by my husband, but also by myself. And so I was not able to really look for the actual pieces of shit, shit that make us happy, like the things that we buy, Yeah, shit that doesn't suck. So I'll be on it again soon. Yeah. Because there's only so long I can go without buying something from of Amazon. Course. You'll buy tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. We have we have gone back to our roots this week with a forensic file. Yes. Megan discovered this one and then I remembered I had seen this one. Because remember the son's name was different. It was different. Um it is called Foundation of Lies, season five, episode twelve. If you need that, otherwise you just go to YouTube and put it in like I do, whatever. Foundation of Lies. Um, right. The year is 1989. What a year. Oh, 1989. Sure we've had an 89, so I try to we find have. things that we haven't discussed. Speaking of talking about movies, a movie I loved and is, it's terrible, and I l- I enjoyed it so much that I might actually watch it again. It is She Devil, 
Did you ever see it with Roseanne Barr and Meryl Streep? Um, Where Roseanne Barr is married to Ed. The, the He has white hair and he was on like St. Elsewhere. What's his name? I forget. Um, but she's like a big dumpy wife. Ed? I think it's Ed. Harris? No. I forget. Let me look it up. Yeah, you look it up. And she's like a dumpy wife. And then he meets Meryl Streep, who's this luxurious. Ed Roma- Bagley Jr. Yeah, Ed Bagley Jr. Yeah. Um, romance writer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's actually funny. And then Roseanne Barr, he leaves Roseanne Barr for Meryl, Meryl Streep, who's actually a really funny, she, she can do everything. She can sing, yeah. she can act. She's actually really funny. And he leaves her for, and so Roseanne Barr just gets revenge the whole movie. So it's kind of a great get revenge on your shit husband movie. Mm-hmm. And it actually was kind of funny, but it was also terrible at the same time. Um, did you ever see Teen Witch with B- Blake Lively's sister? I loved Teen Witch. Teen Witch? It was about a teen who was a witch. It was a, see, a these movie. These are all things I don't have. No. Um, I think we've talked about this before because now that I looked yeah. up, or maybe. Teen Witch is a good one. People have seen it. Um, Look Who's Talking was that year. I loved I that. Think that was a good one. Steel Magnolias, I think we've talked about, but I don't like to watch it because of the diabetes, no. but it's a great movie. That one's sad. It's so sad, though. And of but course, Roadhouse. Dolly is Parton is number one. Of course she is. Okay, this movie? TV show, did you ever see Kay. it? Alien Nation, where it's an alien cops and they're cops, and one's a human and one's an alien, and it's in the future, and they solve crimes. No. <laughs> This sounds ridiculous. (laughs) Everybody watched it. It was on for like a year. And then Burt Reynolds had a show. It was called BL Striker. It was on only for a year. And he lived in Florida and he solves crimes. I sort of remember. He lived on like a houseboat in Florida or something. It was like a private detective. And Jillian had a show again. And then she had a show in 1983 that I forgot about and loved, and it was called Jennifer Slept Here, where she played a ghost, and this family moves into her house, and she's the ghost in the house, and only the son can see her, and they have adventures. You are talking (laughs) about completely foreign shows that I've never heard of. What was what was on in real life in well, 1989? Like Golden Girls and Cosby Show and oh. Designing Women and all those. Yeah, Roseanne. Cheers. And then there was a yeah. show on 89 for one year called Living Dolls. Halle Berry was in it. I remember Living yes. Dolls. Yes. And it was about a it was a spin-off from Who's the Boss? Angela's like partner starts a modeling agency and it's living dolls. What? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, but, I remember living yeah. dolls. Um, okay, yeah, I just looked it up. Leah Remini. I think that's when Halle Berry discovered she has also type one diabetes. Acting debut of yeah. Halle Berry. And she got really sick on the set and then found out she had. Yeah, Leah diabetes. Remini was a friend of Samantha Maselli's yeah. play that was Alyssa Milano on. Yeah. And then Michael Learned was the modeling agency owner. Halle Berry. Hmm. I know, but it was, again, just a year. So those were just some of the shows that, again, if I like a show and watch it, it's instantly canceled. I swear. Yeah. Yeah, that happens to me a lot, too. 
actually. That sucks. And then one other thing I found, McDonald's had pizza in 1989. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Gross. No. no. Yeah, it only lasted a little bit, obviously. That was it. Why did they do that? I don't know. I think they tried to cover the pizza market, and nobody, everyone said, I'll pass. I just like my two cheeseburger meal, yeah. please. And my filet of fish. Number, I haven't been to McDonald's in number a long time. nine. Oh my god, I love it! All right, songs. We've talked about these too, but um, we, Sarah and I, I found this one song, and I was like, oh my god, I remembered this, so I clicked on it and watched the the video, and it was Lisa Stansfield. Been yeah. around the world, and I, yeah, yeah, I can't find my baby. And Sarah was heard it, and she was like, is that the girl with the nose chain? And I said, uh, I don't think so. I don't. No, I said she has weird hair curls, and then I turned my computer around to show her, and she said, "Oh no, that's not nose chain." Oh, what was her name? And then she looked it up, and mm-hmm. wouldn't you know, there was a woman, yes, called Jane Child. Right? Child, Jane Child. You, if you watched MTV all through the eighties and nineties, you know Jane Child because they played this video a million times. She has the Susan Powder spiked hair on top. But it was, it's like nine inches long. It's like a longer than Susan Powder. Yeah. Yeah. 1,900 feet high. Yeah. And then she has braided cornrows that are all the way to the ground. And then she has a heavy chain, like like a chain that I can't even describe how many chains are on it that go from her nose to her ear. And it was the weirdest look. And I remember being so confused. Like, how, yeah, how it was do like, you do it? It's a li- it was a little less weight than a bike chain, maybe. But more than like a paperclip chain. No, it was a massive From amount of chains. her nose to her earring. And then um, I listened to the song. And I was like, God, yeah, I remember this song. I don't want to fall in love. Yeah. Love. Does, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what is the yeah. song? Whoa, 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 you make the night feel good. I'll fetch you to the yeah. end. Um, everyone will remember it. You will know it, but see, remember, listeners, I had no TV. You had no cable. You didn't, you didn't watch Alien Nation with the alien cop and the human cop no, solving crimes. No. I was just watching normal whatever was on CBS, NBC, or ABC because those were the only right. channels. I my think that was got. one of those, though. But of no, course, you did watch it. No, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, so I never knew. I was listening to that Jane Child song in nineteen eighty nine, but, you didn't watch but the I videos. had no idea what she looked like, oh, and best. it's offensive. It was. It was startling. Yeah. Uh, this was the year of Bat Dance, too. Right. And Print, the Batman movie yeah. was big. Michael Damien. Remember him from Young and the Restless? Of course. Yeah, he had rock on. Danny Romalotti. Yep. Ooh, kids, rock and roll, rock on. Ooh, my soul. This was also the year of Funky Cold Medina. Um, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Uh, uh. She's my kind of girl. That was New Kids on the Block. For those of you who are offended by my singing, I apologize. I do this no, every episode. Um, Poison by Alice Cooper. So there's like some heavy metal, but then those w- hair bands weird. were still had a foot in the game. They did, yeah. and then some weird 
pop. Like Debbie Gibson and Tiffany still were kind of in the mix. Oh, remember Bobby Brown? When you find a tender Roni that is right for you, do you remember Roni? No. Oh my yes, heart yes. Okay. Belongs to yeah. a Roni. Yes. Yeah. She's my poor Bobby love. Brown. She's oh. my only love. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of there's a there's a hot mix of new kids. Michael Damien, Cher, with If I Could Turn Back Time. Oh, of course. That's where she wore the thing. A couple Millie Vanillis, some Richard Marks, some Paula Abdul. The oh, number the one song everybody. was Look Away by Chicago. Oh, good God. If you see me walking by and the tears are in my Seriously? eyes. Seriously? Look away, mm. baby, look away. Yep. And then number two is my prerogative. Of course. That was the year of 1989. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Quite good. And also the worst dad ever. Yeah. Hit we're, the scene. We're going to tell the story of this Forensic Files episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to meet a family, the Boyle family, which is a terrible last yeah. name. I mean, really terrible. And even more terrible is to be a doctor. He is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Boyle. Mm-hmm. John Boyle <laughs> that goes by Jack. He's no JFK. No, he is not. But Get he fucked. sure thought he was. His lovely wife, Noreen. And they have two children. A son that's 12. And his name is Collier. 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 C-O-L-L-I-E-R. Mm-hmm. Collier. And it's better than Caillou, but still <laughs> terrible. Collier. It's not as common as Connor. It's no. not as bad as Caillou, but Collier. It still blows. Now, I need to tell you something about, what was her name? Noreen. Noreen. <laughs> I already forgot her name. Yes. Um. So... I actually liked her look. Yeah, she kind of. Well, there's one shirt she wore that I I didn't um, care for. That we'll talk about. Um, So in '89, I don't know if you remember, hair was atrocious. Absolutely. Like my bangs. I was in what eighth grade, and my bangs were to the sky. Um, So Noreen is, even though. she was spoken about by some other people in the forensic files episode, like that she was kind of like thought she was coity toity. Yeah. All that, Um, which I can see that of her, but she did not do the eighties hair. No makeup. She was like a beautiful, natural. Yeah. Woman. Like she had naturally blonde hair and it was just like, she kind of reminded me of Carolyn Bessette Kennedy. Did Did you think that? Okay. So if you can imagine her, even though she was married to John John for a very short time, who was not calling himself Jack, but whose dad called himself Jack and this doctor called himself Jack. She, she was reminiscent of that to me. Um, she just looked classy. She was very, very classic. Yeah. She often had her, she had blonde hair that was pulled mm-hmm. back and just a ponytail, often a very just kind of clean face. Like, looked like she was going sailing. Yes. They did show her in a family photo, and she did have two kids. So we had Collier, right. who was 12. 
she was about 44 ish and they had adopted a two and a, they had a two and a half year old at the time um, named Elizabeth. And there was right. a picture of her with the two children and she was wearing a pilgrim shirt. Did yeah. you see that one yeah. with the big collar? Yeah. That just says, I'm very prim and I, I just don't yeah. like to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't care for that. Collar. And then with like. Very Rose Nyland, even if Rose Nyland was more prim. I didn't like that, but her look was Rose very is, classic. Rose would have showed off her tits a lot yeah. more than Noreen did. That was but. the one where I was like, eek, I don't like the clothes. Yeah. But yeah. she definitely had a very just classic. And this is in Mansfield, Ohio. So it's not really a New England kind of right. New York style. She's kind of just really classic right. Midwesterner. They are rich. Mm-hmm. So Dr. John Boyle sees... In his town, one out of 13 people. Mm -hmm. So he's the doctor that everyone goes to. So you went to Target, and if Dr. Boyle was there, he saw the crotches of Mm -hmm. one out of 13 people. Mm -hmm. I um, had a deodorant factory worker under me, a person that I, I help at the deodorant factory, and this person's mother is my doctor. Yeah. So when we would have meetings about the deodorant factory worker that I was in charge of, I knew that this she saw your this mother had seen my crotch, and it was different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different to know that you're talking to someone that has seen your crotch. It is about different. a deodorant factory about person. an employee. Yeah. So under your it, care. Yeah. He had seen the crotches of everyone in his town. And I'm sure he knew some secrets of some people's medical files. <laughs> like, do you know that right. Karen has severe gonorrhea right now? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Norma's right vaginal lip is actually swollen to the point of needing to be drained? <laughs> Keith over there had diarrhea so bad he tore his asshole apart. <laughs> and I just sew it back together. And I didn't Phillip even have has the, yeah. three balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, the town pretty much thinks Noreen is a hoity-toity bitch, yeah. kind of stuck up, but she don't care none. She don't give two shits. Nope. And Jack is a huge asshole. Right. He has not only seen the medical files of everyone in town, he has porked every woman in yeah. town. He has had numerous affairs. Numerous affairs. And right out in the goddamn open. Yeah. They pretty much just say he humps anything that yep. has a vag and then some. Maybe then a few dudes. would bring them yeah. home to his children. Yeah. He didn't care. Nope. Because Noreen didn't care. She just really kind of swept it under the rug. She didn't want to look at it. She didn't want to acknowledge it. She kind of liked her lifestyle. The only time she lost lost it was when Collier happened to see mm-hmm. his dad making out with another woman mm-hmm. and brought it to her attention. Right. And that was too much for her. Now her children kind of knew about it. She really didn't then. She filed for divorce. 
Now, what happened is that Jack decided he was going to move to another town. He had seen every vag and weighing in this town. He needed to move. Mm-hmm. He was going to move to Erie, Pennsylvania, which is about three hours away. He told Noreen, let's make a fresh start of it. I'll let's leave start my over. girlfriend behind. Yeah, yep, we're going to do this. And she, I think, told him, you know, get fucked. But... <laughs> What happened quite soon after, on New Year's Day in 1990, Noreen was supposed to go to lunch with her best friend. I don't know, go to McDonald's and have their pizza. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah. She never showed up. Right? Now, best friends, I realize, are going to be the ones that first notice you're missing. Yeah. We've determined that. It won't be our husbands. Especially now, because they're the ones who text 1,900 times a day. Like, my husband, I could text and say, I'm literally, my leg got cut off (laughs) in an accident. Can you come home and help me? And I wouldn't hear from him for three days. And he'd be like, oh, my phone. I didn't get it. Look at my phone. Oh, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm dead. Yeah. I died. (laughs) So, but a friend would respond at least shortly, I hope. You know? (laughs) So right away, she's reported missing by her friends because it's not like her to not right. show up for McDonald's pizza. The <laughs> police, was so popular and yeah. everyone loved it. The police show up at the house and Collier is there with his little sister and his grandmother. Mm-hmm. The investigators talk to them and Collier describes that he did hear a fight between Noreen and his dad that night that he heard, and we'll get into more that he heard later, but he heard them talking about, you know, Noreen saying we're getting divorced and them kind of arguing about the divorce. And that next morning, his mom's not there and his dad just said she left. And again, this is where we say, no, a woman, no matter how big the fight is, she's not going to just walk out and leave her kids and go for a walk and go somewhere at midnight in the middle of the night. No, and she... Um, and then the dad was like, uh, I got to go work on the house in Erie. So he left the kids with the grandma and his wife was gone. And he was like, couldn't have given Erie two shits working on the house. Right. Yeah. So dad's uh, gone. Okay. Mom has completely disappeared. And it's a shit show. The kids are just left to be like, what is what's happened? What's going on? The police, of course, say, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's believable that she just left around midnight and took off and disappeared and is a no-show. No! Women don't do that. They don't leave the house. No. You don't leave your kids. You won't leave your three-year-old no. alone with your fucked husband that you hate and are divorcing. You're not just going to not show or not be home or not show up in the next day. It's stupid. Right. No police. Women don't do that. They don't. You dumbass. Right. So now we see... Investigator David Messmore, who I wrote, had maybe the hottest pair of glasses. Did you see those glasses? <laughs> Wait. They had like a double gold bar at top on the top. Oh, and then yeah. he had a mustache. Uh-huh. And they were like just just classic. Hot the glasses. double gold. Yeah, made it for me. Yeah, it was it's like a thick double gold. Right. And then he had a comb over too on the top. Yeah, yeah. He was a mess. It was a sh- very sharp part. He's describing that days are passing. There's no word from Noreen. Her friends are seriously like, hello, she's not going to do this. She's not going to leave her kids. Something is wrong. You need to start. And the whole town knew he yeah. cheated. Right. Like a 
fucking I mean he was humping like I said yeah. everything porking over here porking yeah. over there porking to the front porking to the back all the time porking. he was an unneutered yeah dog just porking like crazy everything. her friends though feel she did not leave town she's a victim of foul play her husband did it come on let's get going now what happens is she's a 44 year old all right she's reported missing She's left the home at midnight, according to her husband. Yep, Jack says they have yep. an argument at midnight. She leaves the home and then right. gone. And for some reason, they have a neighbor yeah. that is awake all night he and staring out the window. Jerking, letting I don't loose. Know. It, yeah. was, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. So everyone was probably partying. Right. The neighbor, though, says he didn't see anyone leave their house between midnight and four, which goes against... What? He was just standing, Doctor, just, was just drinking standing champagne, drinking staring, staring yeah. out the window <laughs> for four hours or something. And I wish yeah. Noreen was looking out the window too. The police decide, okay, let's go search the house or whatever, and they find nothing. No, all right, no evidence of violence, no evidence of her body, no evidence of blood. She's just disappeared. All they, they know, didn't yeah. see where her mascara was. Though. No, that's true. I'm assuming all her stuff was there, still there. Yeah. Jack now has been going back and forth to Erie, Pennsylvania quite a bit to his new house he has Mm -hmm. there, trying to set up his medical practice. Mm -hmm. The police find out about Jack's philandering and serial porking of everyone in town. Everybody knew about it, like you said, pretty much. They share the story that Collier had seen his dad making out with this other woman. And we learn that this other woman is called, is her name is Sherry Campbell. Now, she is a very young woman, and she's also preggers. pregnant. Pregnant. Collier notices that she is wearing a ring that belongs to his mother. And that upsets him quite a bit as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. The police even say, like, that's a low life type of thing to take your wife's jewelry, steal it from your wife and give it to your pregnant girlfriend. That's pretty bad. I think so. Now, just six weeks before Noreen disappeared, Noreen and her husband sign for the new home they're going to have in Erie, Pennsylvania. In Mm -hmm. fact, Noreen's signature said N dot sherry Boyle, but sherry was not noreen's middle name so no one knows where the fuck sherry came from when they talk to the real estate agent that sold him the home and they show a picture of noreen she says well that wasn't the lady who signed the she lady, was like not yeah. that old bag yeah. there was this, some young girl right. and yeah she, when she was pregnant yeah and they said, what? And I said, that wasn't Noreen. Noreen is, they try to say older and lovely. I know. But, you they know, were they were trying saying to old, say it, but they were old just bitch. Like, she was 44. Yeah, so she was just... an old bitch with a foot in a grave. Yeah. And there was some hot preggers bitch signing right. for her. So he clearly had his girlfriend fill in for his wife. He bought the home with his girlfriend, forged his wife's signature. And then and that I'm was sure six he, weeks ago. Right. And yeah. he wanted her to put Sherry on that because they were for sure just going to get married. And right. then her name was going to be in the house. Right. Sherry, she would have be been Sherry. Sherry Boyle. Yeah. yeah. She would have been Sherry Boyle. Yep. Oh, Sherry, you dumb bitch. So dumb. God, get a clue. Jack also did not negotiate the sale, the sales price. 
And he just said, I'll pay whatever as long as you're out of the house by January 1st. It was the date that was the like overriding. Right. You have to be out. Like I need you out by the first because I need to be in by the first. Yeah. So if that can happen, I'm in. He was very adamant. So he had his date set. Right. Basically. Now on New Year's Eve, that December 31st, the police talk to Collier again, but they go to his school. Messmore yeah. with the hot glasses and mustache yeah. just takes a risk, goes to Collier's school, calls him out. So I'm sure this poor bastard kid is sitting there. His mom's gone. Weird his dad's a fuck face yeah. and always an eerie. He knows that his dad is some pregnant girlfriend on the side. Mm-hmm. He's just... I'm sure depressed and Mm -hmm. trying to learn about God knows what Mm -hmm. in school and concentrate. And then the cops come and call him out and then interview him. And this kid though, keeps his cool all the time. Like he's really mature for his age. Oh my God. Hugely mature. So smart. Yeah. So smart. And they said, just tell me about that night. And he clearly, he tells the truth. Like he really, he said he heard a huge, here's the parents arguing. He hears a big thump. And then his dad, like a creep, molester, comes into his room and just stares at him for a while. And Collier just kind of pretended to be asleep. Mm -hmm. And then his dad closes the door. And then he just really never saw his mother again after that. Yeah, he said his his dad was there for for a long time. Yeah. Just staring at him, making sure he was asleep. But Collier didn't know that and just pretended to be asleep. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then in the morning, his dad said, mom took a little vacation. What? Your mom just doesn't go and take a vacation without nope. telling you when you are 12 and you have a three-year-old sister. Nope. Your moms just don't really do that. Nope. They don't because they can't. God knows they want to. God knows they want to leave you instantly. They want to leave. They want to not see you for months. They don't want to feed you. They don't want to bathe you. They, they don't want to put you to bed. They want to leave, yeah. but they cannot. Mm-mm. They can't because they're trapped. They're trapped. <laughs> and the only way they get out is to be murdered. That's it. That's the only out. And my God. That's the only freedom we get is the, the taste it's of death. 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 <laughs> Bring me free. That's it. Collier also says that his dumbass dad gets home from again spending the weekend in Erie where he has to spend it with his grandma who probably doesn't know shit and doesn't know how to make his favorite food and doesn't even know who his friends are and doesn't know how to drive him anywhere and is a big weird old bag. Dad says... Sorry, Grandma. Maybe you were the cool grandma, but I doubt it. <laughs> a big, weird old bag. <laughs> Would always leave her depends right in the toilet. <laughs> You'd have to say, Grandma, you can't flush it depends. <laughs> And she would have her huge douche bag oh <laughs> in the shower. Oh, no. <laughs> the old style douche bags. Don't put it in there, Grandma. Yeah, Grandma, you can't flush that. Anyway, Dad came home and said his shoulders and arms were so sore, Collier had to rub Ben Gay all over his dad's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it just kept getting weirder. Yeah. What the hell? I don't Poor know. Collier. I know this kid. God damn it. So police decide, let's go check out this house in Erie, Pennsylvania. They find that this dumb bitch, Jack Boyle, rents a jackhammer for some reason. In okay, his own name. in his own name, yeah. and right away I was like, "This yeah. is just like the Hallacraft. wood shipper." Yeah. Exactly. He also buys a roll of indoor outdoor carpet. What the hell? Mm, you know. So you're putting that rough green, yeah, plastic grass in your house? In the- yes. <laughs> what a dumbass! I think this looks great. Yeah. It looks feels it so looks good. really nice. It's like having a Christmas tree on your floor. <laughs> feels good when I just lay on it. And, and then when you fall down and just skin the <laughs> shit out of your knee on your own carpet. And get nylon pieces yeah. stuck in your skin. Yeah, it feels oh, good. Geez. Yeah, he really did use it. He put it in his garage. Right. He also asked a bunch of weird ass questions to the realtor, such as my kids like to play basketball downstairs, so I got to raise the ceiling up. Is mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar coming to your house? <laughs> you have small children. You don't need a 19-foot ceiling. Uh, no. My God. What, is Paul Bunyan coming over to dunk? You dumb bitch. <laughs> Who raises their ceiling for their dumb bitch kids to play downstairs? Nobody cares. Play basketball outside. Yeah, play it outside that. like a normal person, That's you normal butthole. normal people play it. God, dumbass bitch. No one's going to be throwing a... They don't, you don't want your kid throwing a basketball no. around your house. No. Oh, my God. Investigators, though, suspect all of this was done for a reason. Mm-hmm. They look inside the new home. And it's been about three weeks after Noreen disappeared. They get the search warrant warrant for the Erie, Pennsylvania home. They know there's a jackhammer. So something's been obviously uh-huh. dug up. He's making daily trips to Erie. He's been working there a bunch, you know, in this home. Right. What is he doing? They videotape the whole search, which they actually show on Forensic yeah. Files, which, my God, it was absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the garage, they find the dumbass green indoor-outdoor carpeting. Why would you put carpeting in your garage? I don't know. What's wrong with this douchebag? It wasn't just like on a step. It was like over the entire floor of the garage. The entire garage is carpeted. Is he high? Uh, I mean, did he lick some toes? He was... (laughs) What is going on? They go into the basement and it had been painted gray. Okay, that seems normal. That's nice. Yeah. They notice that some shelves are put over, but they go around and notice that it looks like there's some new concrete put around in a certain area. And cops decide to just tear the shit out of the basement. Yeah. They tear the shelves down. They pull up any carpeting that's there and they find this whole new wet kind of squishy soft area of concrete. And this is all on videotape and yeah. they show it on forensic files. They start digging it up, and then they show them yeah. pulling. They find her face. They show her fa- I think it was her nose and mouth and that was then, showing. They pull her whole body. Yeah. And then you could see her torso with her underwear and her legs yes. come out. They find a hole, and in this wet cement still, they grab the legs and pull Noreen's yeah, body out it. of this hole. It is absolutely, yes. And she has her underwear on. Ugh. She's three weeks dead. 
She's naked, I think, on the top. And her head was covered with a plastic bag. Yes. And just tied tight around her neck. She still has her Rolex watch on, and it is stopped on December 31st. That's the last day she was seen alive. Can you imagine the trauma that these police officers go through? They are just digging up a human body from a hole and pulling it out a dead corpse yeah they found it they found her on january 25th so she had been dead 25 days this man can you imagine you buy a new home you kill your spouse and you dig a hole in your new home's basement and that's where you bury your spouse are you just gonna have parties and christmases and thanksgivings in that home for the rest of your life with a corpse in your basement with your two kids their mom's dead in the floor of your garage and then your new wife and your new baby yes because your his girlfriend was pregnant and you're all gonna live there with the dead body there uh, why wouldn't you just bury it in the woods or in a lake like everybody I don't else? No. Oh. This guy was a fucking narcissist to the nth degree. I can't even understand his thinking. This is so completely awful. She was identified as Noreen through dental, dental records. records. Yeah. Oh, I can't even. I can't even. Mm-hmm. The autopsy says she was suffocated, which you want to say, well, Fucking duh. She has a plastic bag around her head. But she also was hit on the head with a blunt object. So I'm sure he hit her, knocked her down first, put the plastic bag over your head, which I think would be so terrifying. That's such a terrifying way to go. Yeah. Um, And she must have been out cold, though, I feel, because her hands were free. She could have, like, pulled at the plastic bag, you would think. So I think she just, hopefully she didn't know. I, I don't know. They feel that this was all premeditated because this dumb bitch knew that he was going to have that house. He knew he wanted it clear on January 1st. He knew he was going to put the body in the house. So he had pre-planned to have the jackhammer. It was part of his plan Mm -hmm. to have the jackhammer, the carpet, build the shelves. He even calls his own dumbass bitch old bag mom to come and babysit his kids Mm -hmm. because he knows he's going to murder his wife Mm -hmm. and he needs someone to watch his damn kids. But he goes and hauls her body to his other house to bury her in the garage. I don't, I can't. I don't even understand. They try to look in his car to see if there's signs that she was in there. They really don't find anything. Um, mm-hmm. God. I mean, let's be real. The The blood evidence was not there. And that was, you know, in so many cases, we're like, why is this such a fucking bloody mess? Right? Like, you know, you're going to yeah. have to try to clean it up. He was at least smart about that. Yeah. There wasn't really blood because he no. suffocated. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Awful. Oh, but I bet she would have had corpse smell in there if they would have had a dog smell it. Yeah, they said that as they started kind of lifting up the rocks, they could smell. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Can you imagine going into the garage to get a beer in your beer fridge or whatever, if you have that in the garage? And then why does it smell like rotten butthole? I don't know. We have some squirrels. I think a skunk pissed in there or something. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's more than a skunk piss. It smells like rotten corpse. Did you bury a body in here, Jack? <laughs> Who's wearing oh. eau de rotten yeah. corpse? Yeah. God, someone needs to use some, I mean, crotch cream. Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
They realize now that this dumb bitch has been taking the concrete out of the garage, putting it in his truck, and then just dumping it randomly on some property. And then the property ends up being owned by dumbass pregnant, pregnant Sherry's, Sherry's uncle. uncle. What a dumb bitch. Put it in the woods again like everybody else. And drop a little here, a little yes. there. Give it to friends as a present. Here's some concrete. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually the yeah. Berlin Wall. You're right. Nobody Did would that know. happen in... The yeah, came spray down. paint yeah. and say, here's a part of the Berlin Wall I got for you. Yeah. Yavol. <laughs> oh, my God. Some Someone did see him in his pickup truck near where the concrete was dumped as that well. That was actually in 1989, too. The it would have yeah. perfect. He could have put a yeah. bunch of German on it, gave yeah. it to friends, said he went to Germany. And here, you know yeah. what? suck it they were able to match the concrete found on the field with the concrete from the house through of course forensics mm-hmm. oh geez what they feel that happened that night is that noreen was gonna divorce she was gonna leave him but he just wanted her out of the picture totally he didn't even mm-hmm. give a damn if she was alive he wanted her gone he was gonna take his kids he was gonna have his new pregnant girlfriend and move to erie pennsylvania so he planned for her to die he wasn't there was no other option for him that night though he had his mother come and Noreen actually did call a friend that night and joked he can't kill me tonight because his mother's here and oh my god it ended up being, yes, he killed you because his mother was there. She was he there to watch did. the kids the next day, and he did. He kills her, um, had the bag around her head, wraps her up in a tarp, they're assuming, drive to the Erie house, mm-hmm. um, puts her in the Erie house, and then works on burying her in the concrete and filling her up with concrete and building the shelves over her body. Good God. So he expects to then live in this house with his girlfriend, his coming baby. Yes. Have his new practice there. Be just successful and everything. Just no one to notice that his wife completely disappeared. um, And no one knows where she is. No one to look into it and decide. Or no one to notice the smell of death coming from his garage. Right. He's charged, of course, with first degree murder since he planned it. And the key witness against him ends up being Collier. Think how tough that is to go. No, your mom is now dead. You're told. You're told your mom is dead. Your dad is on trial for killing your own mother. You need to go and testify against your dad, mm-hmm. knowing that your dad might go to jail. Mm-hmm. But then, if your dad be, is innocent, mm-hmm. you're going to have to probably be raised by your dad mm-hmm. after you just testified against right. him and you're terrified right. because you know your dad killed your mom. So I bet he's just absolutely terrified. I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. But he's like a super, like I said, the, one of the most mature kids I've ever seen. Oh my God, so mature. Very smart. And he says, I'm just, I just told the truth. So on the stand, he describes how he told his mom about the affair and he tells his mom, mom, please sit down. He wants, he's telling his mom that her husband has a boyfriend and he's so worried about her, wants her to sit down. And, Mm -hmm. and he tells her and she in her head knows he's been cheating on her this Mm -hmm. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then she just told him that's okay. And he says, she knew I was in an impossible position. Oh, 
And then he says what happened that night and he describes the noises that he heard. He heard them arguing. Then he hears a really loud thud and he pounds on the witness stand. And then he says, I heard another loud thud and he pounds again. And then he said, I was so scared. He didn't know what to do. And then he talks about his dad, you know, coming in and staring at him like a complete psycho. You wonder, like, is he thinking if he's awake, was he going to kill Collier too? Yeah. Right. I mean, I bet he thought if uh-huh. my dad knows I'm up and know what he's knows what he, he's doing, he's I gonna know. kill me. I know. I thought about that too, and I was like, oh god. Like, think of the nightmare, Jesus. And then they show a picture of Jack in court. How did this man get so much poon? I- His <laughs> face is a ugly. It's offensive. It is the ugliest thing. Mm-hmm. And then he has this weird, like Mr. Brady permed hair and kind of a Mr. Rogers sweater. Oh my god, he looks like type a of nerdy. It's piece of crap weird yeah he of course is found guilty he's sentenced to life without parole of course it's not done we fast forward now four years collier is 16 dumbass jack in jail says that there is a mistake the coroner made a mistake and that was not really noreen's body that was buried because on the autopsy, they say all sorts of stuff like her eyes are different color than they were, that she has an appendix when she didn't. There's all sorts of weird ass shit on the autopsy mm-hmm. that doesn't match Noreen. And for some reason, Jack's dumbass brother says that Noreen called him on January 2nd and was alive. Yeah. Which so then they were happen. like, she wasn't really dead. She's yeah, alive. That's not her. Well, where has she like, been, what? dumbass? Where has she been? So dumb. So they... He insists that they dig up Noreen again and Collier agrees because now he's doubting himself. You Mm -hmm. know, is his mom really alive? Is the wrong person in the grave? If they dig her up, they do a DNA test. And yes, of course, it's Noreen. It was Noreen that was dead. And they did make some weird mistakes. They make terrible mistakes on the autopsy, like wrong height, wrong weight, wrong eye color. still had her gallbladder or didn't it was something but then, weird i mean if you're like, dead for three weeks your eyes maybe change color i don't know <laughs> i mean but i mean you would not have an appendix i guess what were they unless she had two yeah i don't that's I weird no they yeah. fucked up yeah. yeah so besides factual errors on the autopsy which is a bad mistake yeah don't do that don't do that he still was guilty because it was Noreen in there. Then who did he bear? Then who did he bury in his? You still had a body right. in your house, dumbass. Right. I mean, what are you trying to prove, Dick? Yep. Oh, I don't know. He just is an idiot. So he is still mm-hmm. in jail. He's in his seventies, and Collier is actually a director and cinematographer yes. and lives in L.A. Mm-hmm. He made a documentary about his mother that is on Discovery Plus. You can mm-hmm. watch it. It's called A Murder in Mansfield. And it was made in 2017. He's actually really handsome now. Um, he's super attractive. Yeah. He's like 42, I think, yeah. or 43. He's really good looking. And his. I just started Googling and got down like a wormhole. Yeah. yeah. Why do I always Rabbit say that? Hole? And I don't, I don't know, know what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm not good with the words. Anyway, Collier Landry is what he goes by. Right. Which Landry is his, his middle name. And he yes. said he changed it to that because that's what his mom would call him when he was naughty. Yeah. Collier, Collier Landry. And no one wanted to be. Th- and her, his dad was cruel to him. 
throughout um, the whole process. Like they would write, he would still write his dad letters because of course, even though your dad's a murderer of your mother, he wanted to have some, like he just wanted to know what was the truth. His dad would never tell him the truth and would say things like, I'm not... um, I'm not responding. Your grammar is atrocious and you're fat. He would call him fat and stuff in these letters. Um, And then he, they actually got, he and his sister, the adopted sister were separated. So another family Mm. adopted her and then he was in foster care for a while and then ended up being adopted when he was like 16. Good God. And he, um, and he loves that family and, you know, is very grateful for that. Why did that old too. bag grandma take him? Why did he have to go from house to house? Because he probably was like, you're in on it too. You, she oh. probably was a fucking gross old bag. Yeah. He'd had it. And you can also, um, he did a TED Talk on his experience. Oh. And um, the TED Talk is called, What Happens When the Answers We Seek Are Not What We Find? And he... So you can just look up um, Collier Landry TED Talk and it will come up. I didn't watch the whole thing, but everybody says it's really good in the comments. I just watched a few and I was like, very handsome. He is very handsome. Yeah. Yeah. So a horrible, horrible dad story. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Suck it, dad. If you had a good one like us, though, if you had a good dad like us. Our dads, we were very lucky. um, Make sure you said hi to them sometime this week. It'll be past Father's Day when you listen to this. I know. Just say it, whatever. They don't care. (laughs) Say it now. Dads don't care about any of it because they're... They don't want to acknowledge they have kids and a wife. Mine are watching golf. <laughs> yes. My dad is watching golf and my husband is watching. I was yes. just like, I'm going to go record. They're like, but, uh-huh. Okay. And okay. But. Oh, please mine, move out know. of the TV. Yeah. I don't know what mine is doing. Upstairs something. Who knows? Jerking. Probably. So gross. gross. All right. All right. We, if you could give us a rating, scroll down, give us a rating, or a review, we would be so appreciative. We can use them. The more, the better. Um, you want, can join our Facebook group and join with some pretty hilarious people that are super cool. You can um, join Patreon if you would like and see some exclusive episodes just for you, our Patreons, or follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, Twitter, all of that social media. We love to hear from people um, what you think, um, stories yes. that you want us to look into, all of that. So, yeah. anyway, um, have a good week and we will be there next time. Yeah, we will. Bye. Bye. Bye.